You're listening to Love and War with David Harwood. This is a weekly podcast where David offers spiritual insights that are aimed to enhance your relationship with God, yourself, and others. If you are edified by what you hear, please recommend this podcast to people you love. Now, here's David. Hope's Actions We have briefly examined the following verses. The first leads to life-giving illumination. The second is a blessing. Here is the instruction, Romans 15.4. For whatever was written in earlier times was written for our instruction, so that through perseverance and the encouragement of the Scriptures we might have hope. And this is the benediction, Romans 15.13. Now may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing, so that you will abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. It seems to me that these verses are insightful keys. First, we find that through the scriptures we may actively seek to apprehend empowered hope. Secondly, we read that we can position ourselves to receive an impartation of hope. We get the opportunity to actively build our hope through the scriptures. We also become recipients of the Holy Spirit's activity, He who strengthens our hope. We are called to be active and engage our minds, Romans 15.4. We are called to be passive and wait in the presence of the active one, Romans 15.13. We are called to pursue, to meditate on the scriptures to strengthen our hope. We are encouraged to wait, to spend time in God's presence, and our hope will be strengthened. Although we need both, this meditation will focus on an introduction to waiting on the Lord. Let's begin to consider this topic. Waiting and Hope Recognize the God of hope is purposeful. He desires to fill us with joy and peace as we trust in Him. The result of that empowerment is that we will rejoice in confident expectation, exulting in the hope of experiencing God's glory. Romans 5.2 We avail ourselves of His determination to empower our holy anticipation. Earlier in Romans, Paul described the development of Abraham's victorious hope. Abraham held on to God's promise, considered the promise as being more substantial than all adverse circumstances, and gave glory to God in advance as he maintained his expectation that God's promise would be fulfilled. Hope. Here's that section. Listen to it again. Romans 4, 18-21 In hope against hope he believed, so that he might become a father of many nations, according to that which had been spoken, so shall your descendants be. Without becoming weak in faith, he contemplated his own body, now as good as dead since he was about a hundred years old. And he contemplated the deadness of Sarah's womb. Yet 
with respect to the promise of God, he did not waver in unbelief, but grew strong in faith, giving glory to God, and being fully assured that what God had promised, he was able also to perform. The epitome of hoping in the Lord is found in Paul's description of Abraham. Have you ever determinedly done this? At times, I need to pay attention to this instruction. Now, I'm going to ask that, in order to strengthen your hope, you take action. The priority action I'm asking you to embrace is waiting on the Lord. Seriously, sometimes the best thing we can do is to do nothing and make room for God. Here's a small section of scripture that serves the purpose of offering instruction while it promises a wonderful result. It contains a popular favorite verse, Isaiah 40, 27-31. Why do you say, O Jacob, and assert, O Israel, My way is hidden from the Lord, and the justice due me escapes the notice of my God? Do you not know? Have you not heard? The everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, does not become weary or tired. His understanding is inscrutable. He gives strength to the weary, and to him who lacks might, he increases power. Though youths grow weary and tired, and vigorous young men stumble badly, yet those who wait for the Lord will gain new strength. They will mount up with wings like eagles. They will run and not get tired. They will walk and not become weary. Now, what is this well-known verse? It is verse 31. Listen to it again. Yet those who wait for the Lord will gain new strength. They will mount up with wings like eagles. They will run and not get tired. They will walk and not become weary. Sometimes we get spiritually exhausted. Our faith fails. Our hope fades. We can combat that by purposefully resting in God. We can, by means of our trust, Behold him and stay in that spiritual posture. The complete Jewish Bible offers a translation that emphasizes the relationship between waiting and hope. But those who hope in Adonai will renew their strength. The New English translation puts verse 31a like this. Those who wait for the Lord's help will find renewed strength. Why would someone wait for the Lord? Because they hope, expect that he will act. Those who wait for the Lord, hope expecting him to respond, will be strengthened in every aspect of life. What a promise. What apt direction. One doesn't need to be a prophet to know that someone needed to hear that today. Maybe it was you. The word translated wait comes from the Hebrew kava, which means to wait or to look for something with eager expectation. It is the root of the important word tikva, which is found in many foundational verses.
meditate while we wait. This section could actually be turned into a couplet. While you wait, meditate. Say that to yourself right now. While I wait, I'll meditate. While you wait, meditate. Listen, you need not put forth an extraordinary effort to seek God as you seek to replenish your spiritual strength. You can simply open the scriptures, ask for illumination, and begin to read. You'll find that your soul gets fed. Read until you find something that once spoke to you. Read until you come across a section or a sentence that speaks to you now. Consider it. Don't rush. Bring the word to God, and you'll see the word become a living sword. Hebrews 4.12 For the word of God is living and active and sharper than any two-edged sword. Don't forget that this sword is part of God's equipment that is necessary to help you stand in the midst of spiritual conflict. It is written in Ephesians 6.17b, the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. Don't hesitate. Hurry up and wait. As you wait, meditate. If you're wondering about a good place to begin, consider Isaiah 40, verse 31. Yet those who wait for the Lord will gain new strength. They will mount up with wings like eagles. They will run and not get tired. They will walk and not become weary. What a wonderful promise. When we are hoping, we are actively anticipating, awaiting the fulfillment of promise. We are earnestly waiting for what we are sure is coming. This section in Isaiah encourages us to wait on the Lord while awaiting the fulfillment of what we have already received by faith. As the Messiah Jesus said, Therefore I say to you, all things for which you pray and ask, believe that you have received them, and they will be granted you. Mark eleven twenty four. There can be times when we may want to give up hope. We can have a firm grasp on a promise we've received or a principle we've believed and begin to feel it slip through our fingers. We can feel like helpless victims of discouragement. Should that happen, we may need to get a grip. How? The prophets would direct us back to the God who made the promise, who revealed his purpose and imparted foundational faith in the first place. Remember Abraham's battle described in Romans 4, 18-21. I'm going to rehearse something you heard earlier in this meditation in list form. Here it is. 1. Abraham held on to God's promise. 2. Abraham considered the promise as being more substantial than all adverse circumstances. 3. Abraham gave glory to God in advance. 4. Abraham maintained his hope expectation that God's promise would be fulfilled. To reinforce our hope, we can wait on the Lord. As we do, we will gain renewed strength. In Romans 15, verses 4 and 13, we have been given two keys to build our hope. These keys to hope are in our hands. Let's use them and remember 
While you wait, meditate. Love and War is written and presented by David Harwood. The theme song is Skirmish from the album Spontaneous Combustion by Leonard Jones. David has written several books, including God's True Love and his latest, Hope Again, Strengthening the Anchor of Your Soul, which contains a collection of daily devotionals. You can find links to these and others by visiting loveofgodproject.org and clicking on the book section. If you'd like to reach out to David, you can go to our Facebook page, Love and War DH, or send an email to loveofgodproject at gmail.com. Thank you for listening, and please remember to like, subscribe, and share this podcast with your friends.